Hey, welcome back to Quick Truth. My name is Shane. I'm sitting here with Pastor James. Um, jumping into this week, um, seeing the events that have happened in Georgia with Ahmaud Arbery, how are Christians to deal with racism? Yeah, so I, this may be on different people's mind, you know, especially following the events happened last week. I know it's been on my mind a lot, something that, you know, even Kirsten and I have been talking about. And, um, you know, I think there's it's kind of split of like, hey, let's talk about this. And there's other people that are like, I don't want to talk about this. Like, why are we bringing this up again? Because I think, you know, and maybe even if you're listening, some people may be like, you know, why are we talking about race again? Why are we talking about race? Let's talk about something different. But I kind of want this may be a little longer quick truth. Uh, we'll, we'll try to, in course, obviously in this topic, there's a lot that we could cover, uh, you know, in, in this whole thing, but we, we'll just try to be as quick as we can. Um, but one of the things I think first is to realize this as Christians, as we think through this, is to remember this is that racism exists because sin exists. Yeah. And so I, I think sometimes we have this idea, or maybe even as we, we talk about racism, but like, why are we talking about this again? Because, I mean, it's. It's over with, you know. We don't have segregation anymore. Jim Crow's like, like all, all these things. Like we, 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 everybody's equal now. Like, like, why are we still bringing this thing up? Mm-hmm. But I think it's also to remember is that as long as sin exists, racism will always exist. That's I right. mean, you see it in the Old Testament. You see it in the New Testament. I mean, you, you see it really fleshing out. This is one of the things that sin is. It fleshes out in our life is that we tend to view either ourselves as better than other people. We tend to stereotype people. We tend to place people based on ethnicity, skin color, economic status, whatever. And so and it's just one of the things I think that we need as Christians just to remember as we talk about this topic is that racism is a sin, and that as long as sin exists, like like this will always exist. And so we can't just dismiss things and be like, well, that's finished and that's done. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it morphs and it maybe looks different now. Is it maybe it's not what it used to be, but maybe it's subtly still there. And yeah. So I think we need to, you know, understand that. Um, the second thing I think we need to understand is that the gospel uh, is the solution to racism. Yeah. Um, and and as we say, racism, but gospel is the solution to sin. You know, it doesn't matter what sin we're talking about. Is that the gospel as we uh, receive Christ and what Christ has done for us in the cross through the resurrection, through his life and death, and not anything that I deserve, but Christ set his love upon me and saved me. Um, not only does it, it change my heart, this vertical relationship, but also men's relationships between us, between mm-hmm. between us. Like I want to read this passage out of Colossians chapter 3, um, and it's verse 11, um, and it says, Here there is not Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. And it's like in Christ and at the cross, the gospel reconciles relationships. And you see this even with the Jews, is that Jews hated the Gentiles. They hated Samaritans. But one of the things you see that the gospel does is that the gospel really it, it begins to make family out of enemies or yeah. people that are different or people. And that's the way that Jews were. Is they, they actually even see this, um, you know, with Peter has this struggle of that yeah. he doesn't want to see eaten with certain people. Yeah. And because of Jews and because of the way it may look and, you know, dirty Gentiles. And Paul calls him out on it and says, look, that this this is against the gospel yeah. because the gospel brings us to the table and it's able to break down walls. And so I think we need to understand even as we talk about racism is that really, look, look we and we'll talk about this, we want to see things happen in the justice system. We want to see things uh, systemically happen all throughout in government. But ultimately understand the answer to this isn't government. The answer to this is Christ, yeah. and it's the gospel. That's right. But in that, um, as we talk about that, sometimes what we tend to do with the when we talk about racism or Christians, when we talk about racism, is to be like, well, let's just talk about the gospel, and let's just leave it there. Yeah. That the gospel is just the trump card, 
as long as we throw it at the situation, we've okay, we're okay. We've looked okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, hey, let's just let's just let's just be about the gospel. Yes, we always want to be about the Absolutely. gospel, but also to know that as as I come to receive the gospel of Jesus Christ, it actually practically works out in my life. And there are certain things like like let's just say, and we, we've been on this about love your enemy. Well, because of the gospel, it then practically means that I should love people that are different yeah. than me, love people that are hard to love or whatever it may be. And so it practically works out. Because of the gospel, I'm to forgive because Christ forgave me. Because of the gospel, I'm to love people because Christ. So, so it, it works out practically. So I want to kind of get in some practical things that I think as Christians that I think we can do uh, kind of addressing racism. And, and, I, and I'll just say this, um, too, when we talk about racism, is I think even with all these topics is is I think what calls for all of us is to be humble about yeah. this. And because there's sometimes we, we get defensive of like, well, are, are you saying that I'm racist? Or, you know, we kind of get, you know, kind of on guard about this yeah. whole deal. And I think well, that's one of the things is even as we, and that's one of the things that, as a church and quick truth, like, like we want to be able to have, Talk about tough yeah. questions, yeah, you know, and, and and one of the ways that we do that is not through getting defensive of like, well, you know, my way's right or, or whatever it may be, but say, hey, let's come to the table. We're at a table, so that's good, yeah. you know. Like, let's come to the table. Let's ask hard questions and let's let's talk through it biblically, not the way the world sees it. Let's talk through what Scripture says. Uh, let's use the gospel. Yeah. Let's come together and let's be humble and and not be like, well, I, you know, let's not. Because I think sometimes we can be super defensive about yeah. this, and I think that's one of the things that, as we talk about this, we need to be offensive, uh, not defensive. But um, another thing, I think, and this kind of gets practical of how are Christians to deal with racism is that Christians are to display empathy and compassion. I, I'll just, and this is just me personally, um, and this is something that it's God's still working in my life, and still there are things that I need the gospel studies work deep into my heart. So I, I'm not an expert on this. But, but if I'm honest, is that really it wasn't until a couple of years ago when anyone was brought about race is or racism or whatever it may be, I was very indifferent toward it. Um, not that I didn't care. Um, well, I didn't care. So I, I said it that way. It's not that I was hostile. Um, it's not that I would be like, well, I, you know, I haven't like beat anybody or, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, you know, said like, oh, hey, since you're African-American, you can't sit with me or do this. Yeah. Uh, it's never that thing. But I think there was this apathy in my heart. There was this indifference. And one of the things that I think began to help me is that we have to be willing to step in other people's shoes and to show empathy, you know, not just showing sympathy to people, but really stepping into people's shoes saying, well, you know, maybe maybe the way that I see the world and the way that I've experienced things may be different than other people. And sure. so one of the things, I, you know, and I'll give several, you know, quick things, I think, to help with that is one is I think being educated, you know, is is to to listen to people, um, to uh, read books uh, that may challenge us and, and just in our thinking. Like one of the things that I was two sermons that really, for me, really – it was the MLK 50, um, the conference they did, and it was two guys. Uh, well, one was Matt Chandler and one was Charlie Dates. And I listened to both their sermons, and it really messed me up just because I, I guess I was so just, well, this is the way that I think, and this is the way that just is. And to then step into my into other people's shoes and really have conversation with African-American brothers and sisters and be like, hey, what is your experience? Yeah. Because until I come to the table and say, hey, let's actually talk about this, and maybe my experience isn't what you've experienced. But I think sometimes but that causes me to move. It causes me to to have to sit at a table. It, yeah. it, it causes work. And so I think sometimes it's like, well, I just believe what I believe, and I think what I think, and I've experienced what I've experienced, and so I don't really 
need your experience. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things that we need to do is that we need to be willing to show compassion and empathy. And for our brothers and sisters that are um, African-American or whatever ethnicity to be like, you know, when they're hurting, um, to be able to empathize and sympathize with them and hurt yeah. with them. Absolutely. You know? And so uh, that's one thing. Another thing I think that we can do as Christians how to deal with this is Christians need to stand for justice and truth. Um I don't know if you've ever read this before. Uh, it's a short read, um, but it was very impactful for me uh, to read letters uh, to, uh, from Birmingham jail by Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. And um, in that book, um, really what it calls out and, and really what he was saying is really the problem with a lot of racism was not the people, you know, the Ku Klux Klan or like the people that were super violent, but he, he calls it the the white moderate, basically the people that are just indifferent, that don't mm-hmm. want to use their voice, they don't want to speak up, they, they're just like, well, I don't, I don't want to get into, you know, it's kind of a sensitive topic, and yeah. so I don't want to say anything about it. And here's the thing, when I was reading it, is if I would have been a pastor back in when that was going on, what would I have done, mm-hmm. you know? And really start to search my heart. Would I be willing to speak up? You know, because I think sometimes we'd be like, well, you, you know, uh, you know, you know, what about social justice? You know, like we need to be about the gospel. Well, I mean, it says in the Psalms that God's throne is built on justice and yeah. righteousness. That's right. God cares about justice. Uh, and so we should, too. And so I think one of the ways that works out is that when these things happen, um, is that I, I think we talk about it, uh, we speak up about it, and, and, and I don't want to be just the person that's just like, well, just post something on social media, because just because you post something on social media doesn't mean you really care about justice. Right. It could just be that you just want people to think you do. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but I think it's having conversations. I think it's even as w- when it comes to voting or when it comes to like, like um, it, or using our voice, um, using our privilege, using those things to speak up. And so that, that's one of the things that I've been convicted about in my own life is that I don't want to be indifferent to these things. Um, but I want to humbly like say, well, I don't, I don't always understand everything, and I want to be able to come to the table, have conversation, not be defensive. And then I think that's for a lot of us is to. to, to to disengage our pride or disengage and to say, hey, let's just have honest conversation. Let's just talk about it. Let's think about it. Let's not be apathetic toward it and indifferent toward it and, you know, to come to the table to have these, you know, kind of questions. Absolutely. So I don't know. It, it, this is always a heavy topic and um, something that I think sometimes we don't avoid because it's uncomfortable. But as a church, as a people, we don't want to avoid difficult questions or difficult topics. But, hey, let's come to the table. Let's have discussion. Let's talk. Let's think through these things. Let's pray through these things. Let's see what the you know Scripture, God's Word, has to yeah. say on these things, um, and come humbly, you know, and and to talk to one another, and yeah. and and to, to to see how the gospel it does bridge gaps, and it does able to help us to be reconciled, to care for people that aren't like us or that have different experiences, you yeah. know, than us. So. Absolutely. Well, hey, thanks for joining us again uh, on another episode of Quick Truth.